You're listening to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Paige McLaren, your host. I'm so excited to connect with you. The podcast is going to be everything you need when it comes to mental health, wellness, love, and life, to be honest. I'm excited to inspire, learn, grow, and change together, and I really hope you are too. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Let's get into it. Episode one, launch day. Can I get a yay? Yay! I cannot believe that this is actually happening. I have been crafting this podcast and the content that I want to share for so long, and I just can't even believe that it's coming to fruition. I'm so excited. I'm honored to be able to share in this space and to give you and serve you Uh, with this information, knowledge, expertise, experiences, life, love, support, all the things that I'm going to serve you with. So episode one is full of amazing little hacks and tidbits and we talk about all things habits, mindset, positive mindset, negative mindset, journaling. We deep dive into all of those things. So I want you to get excited, to get pumped up, and to make sure you keep listening and follow this podcast so that you get notified every time there's a new episode. When you're finished listening, if you loved it, please write a review, share it with a friend, or share it on your social media and tag me at Paige McLaren so we can spread this podcast out to as many amazing, amazing people as possible. Let's build this Mind Over Matter podcast community to as big as we possibly can. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy episode one, and I'm so, so happy that you're here. All right, so I have a couple things that I want to touch on today just because I have my wheels turning, and I've been doing a lot of reading, I've been doing a lot of writing, and research and really just navigating through a couple different things and I think it would really be beneficial if I shared that with you. So um, if you are over on my Instagram you probably saw that I was recently diagnosed with PCOS and if you don't know what that is it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. I'm not going to go into detail about it because truthfully, I haven't even gone into a deep dive about it and what that means for me. So just going to lay it out there that that's what I was diagnosed with. Don't know what the road ahead looks like, but the one thing that I can say is carrying me not only through that, but through a lot of other challenges that I've faced over the last few months um, is my mindset. And that's something that I really want to talk about to you today because I know how powerful the mind is and I know how powerful the mindset is. And believe it or not, they're actually two different things. And I'm going to basically go over the difference between the two and why both are equally as important. Because, again, if you're not sure... I'm a rising mental health professional. I'm studying to get my master's degree in counseling and become a licensed practicing counselor. Um, 
So I really have done a lot of deep work and deep research into the mind and the mindset and the impact that it has on our daily lives. Um, and so you may or may not know this. If you're part of my community, I'm sure you've seen me talk a lot about mindset and the mind and how our brain impacts our body and vice versa. Um, but if you're not over there and you haven't really seen much information on that being put out, then this is going to be a nice synopsis of my thoughts on this topic. So let's kick it off with talking about mindset. You might be like, okay, everyone always says positive mindset, positive mindset this, positive mindset that, no more negative mindsets, blah, 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 blah. But in reality, having a positive mindset about everything in our life is not possible. As much inner work you do, as much personal development you read, as much counseling you go to, I'm sorry, but there is no amount of self-help that can happen that will make a person have a positive mindset about everything in their life. That is called toxic positivity. And that's something that we don't want to achieve because then we start to tell ourselves a lie. And what I mean by that is if we are so toxic positive and we live such a toxic positive life, our brain actually can't tell the difference between what is actually positive and what is fake positive. And I find that to be so freaking cool because our brain is chemically taught and chemically wired to establish positive from negative and happy from sad and confused from angry and all these different emotions and feelings. So when we continuously feed our brain positivity about any situation or anything in our lives, it begins to dishonor the negative in our life and the negative that's actually happening that we should really be accepting and working through, not avoiding with toxic positivity. So now that we know what toxic positivity is, ooh, say that fast 20 times, toxic positivity. Um, now that we know what that is, I really want to talk about how we can have a healthy balance between a positive mindset and embracing the negative challenges in our lives. So there's a difference between going through life with a positive light because that is awesome. That's something that we all should be striving to do, going through life, seeing the positive in things. But what we don't want to do is negate the negative in our lives. Not all negative needs to be harped on. That is not what I'm saying. But there are certain negative situations and certain negative things in our life that we should actually embrace. And so I'll give you my own personal example. My own personal example is being diagnosed with PCOS. That is not necessarily a positive thing to happen to me. Um, it's not the end of the world, but it's also not something I'm going to jump up and down and scream and yell about. Like, that's not really something I wanted to hear. Um, 
But let me tell you how I'm navigating this. Toxic positivity would view the situation and say, oh my gosh, I have PCOS. <gasps> what an excuse. Oh my God, I can do this. I can do that. Oh my gosh. I, like, you know, you, do you see the tone of my voice? Like that would be their inner brain speaking and saying, this is amazing. I, I'm so proud that I got this diagnosis. Now I can flaunt it. And now I have the ability to eat whatever I want and blame my weight on the diagnosis. Like this would be toxic positivity. Finding nothing wrong with the situation. And that's not the case. Because if I did that, I'd be lying to my brain, which my brain would in turn not realize that this is actually something that's negative and something that we should learn how to work through. And so here's how I'm managing it without toxic positivity. I have received a diagnosis. This could be for anything. You could relate to this could relate to something in your life right now, but I'm using my example to make it a little bit easier to understand. So I received the diagnosis and I sat with it for a day and I was like, you know what? This sucks. I might struggle to have children. I, this is why I struggle to lose weight. This is why my weight has been an issue my whole life. I feel frustrated that I have something wrong with me. So I allowed these negative thoughts to come into my brain. I allowed it because I'm a human and I have these thoughts and pushing them down further and further and further is not helping anyone, especially me. So I allowed them to come to the surface. I allowed them out to my journal. I allowed them to come out of my mouth, to Zach, to my mom, to my family. I allowed all these negative thoughts to come out. And then once I was done with that, I said, okay, some people have it way worse. I'm not dumbing down my own situation. I'm not saying I'm not struggling, but what I'm saying is this is not the worst thing to happen to me. There are loads and loads and loads of women with this diagnosis that have no issue with having children. There's loads and loads and loads and loads of women with this diagnosis that have no issue losing weight. And I went through all the negative thoughts I poured out and I flipped them. And this is my technique. This is my hack for you. Flip the negative thoughts. I'm not saying don't have the negative thoughts. Have them. I want you to have them. You have to have them because if you don't have them, then you're lying to yourself and you're only pushing them further down because your brain can't help but think them. It's just a matter of whether you let them come out or you bury them down. And I will tell you from firsthand experience, burying them down is not helping anyone. So, First, you let them come out. Next thing you do, you flip them. So I'll give you another example. Let's go with the negative that I poured out that was, um, I might not be able to have kids. Okay, that's one negative about this diagnosis that is has a high potential. Here's how I flipped it. I said, not only can many, many, many women with this diagnosis have children, no problem, but I'm not in that stage of my life yet, number one. So who am I 
to tell myself that I can't have kids when I don't even know that for a fact. You know, it's sort of like jumping the gun on making an assumption about myself based on this information that I don't even know to be true. Eventually, down the road, when we are ready for that stage, I might have no problem at all. And then I've spent all these years leading up to that moment harping on the fact that I wasn't going to be able to have kids. And that's not the mindset and the headspace that I want to be in because that's negative. And so that is having a negative mindset. But having a positive mindset is flipping that, is flipping the negative statement that I've poured out. And you can take this scenario into any stage of your life or any situation that you've ever been in. So I want you to think about a situation like that and work through that. Allow the negative thoughts to come out, whether that means you speak them out to yourself in the car, you write them in a journal, you call your mom, you call your sister, whatever the case may be. You talk to your dog. I do that a lot. Brutus has heard it all. (laughs) He has heard it all. And it's just important to be able to allow those thoughts to physically come out of your body whether that be through your pen or through your mouth. And it sounds all hippy-dippy and woo-woo, but it's so it's so scientifically proven that physically allowing the negativity out of your body only creates more space in your body for positivity. And I really hope that that sort of makes sense in a simple way because I want you to be able to take this and apply it to your own life and a situation you might be in right now. So, next thing I want to talk about is journaling. Because I've talked about the the positive mindset, the negative mindset, and letting the negativity out. I am a huge proponent of journaling. All I know is that whenever somebody comes to me with an issue or a struggle or a challenging situation or anything, my first response is always to pull out a journal. And some people hate that answer because they're like, that is not going to solve my problems. I don't want to write it down. I don't even want to think about it. Yada, yada, yada. Let the excuses roll in. But I will freaking tell you, journaling has been proven to be one of the number one ways to live a happier, more abundant, and fulfilling life. Here's why. I will tell you why. There has been research studies done, psychological studies done, that show the importance of brain dumping. You may have heard of brain dumping before. If you do it, amazing. If you don't, I want you to start today. Brain dumping can be in the form of journaling. You can write this in your notes, in your phone. You can speak it out loud. My most recommended way to do this is through journaling. You don't need a cute, fancy notebook. All you need is a piece of paper. You could burn it after if you care. Okay. Journaling, 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 journaling. It has changed my life. I've seen it change the lives of many women and men. Um, I've influenced so many people to start journaling because I know how important it is. And I want you to know that you can journal about anything. 
Sometimes I wake up. I usually do my journaling in the morning. I wake up. I have nothing negative. I have a good, I had a good week. I had a good night. I have an exciting day coming up. I'm in a good place. I'm really happy, blah, blah, blah. So I open my journal and I write all of that down. You bet your butt that I write, I am proud of myself. I can't believe I did this. What a, what a great night we had. I'm really excited for today. We have so many exciting things to do. My life is great. I can't wait for the future. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. All those things, they go in my journal. You know why? Because it's positive. It's positive. It makes the journaling experience positive. If I was only, only, only journaling when I didn't feel good or when my day was bad or when I have a shitty day coming up, excuse my language, then that makes the journaling experience negative. And that makes it something that I don't look forward to doing because I don't feel like rehashing all of those negative thoughts. I want the journaling experience to be something that you do every single day without question. It's something you love to do, whether it's good, bad, ugly, pretty, whatever it is. It needs to be an experience that happens just like brushing your teeth. It's a habit. It needs to become a habit. Because the more we seclude it to be only a thing we do when we're feeling negative or when we're feeling stressed or anxious or upset or frustrated or anything, then that makes the whole journaling experience that. And we don't want that. We want the whole experience to be something that we look forward to and something that we know we benefit from, whether it be positive or negative or somewhere in between. Okay? That's my spiel on journaling. Now... I'm just going to talk out of love, out of support and encouragement and happiness because I don't want this podcast to be all about science and psychology and because that would be boring. Not to me. That would be boring to other people, but not to me. (laughs) I could talk about that stuff all day long. Um, So episode one really, really, really proud, really honored to be able to put this out to a space that appreciates it, wants it, encourages it, and shares it for me because in all honesty, that's how podcasts get pushed out. If you share, you review, you write a comment, you know, the whole deal. If sharing it on social media is not your thing, I totally understand. Send it to one of your friends through a text, send it to your mom, send it to your sister, Whoever you want to share the podcast with, it doesn't have to be on your social media unless you're feeling super inclined to share it to that large of a space for me. That would be amazing. Um, But I just, I don't want this episode to be too long because I want you to enjoy coming back here and listening to this and it not being something you have to write notes on. I want you to be able to listen to this podcast when you're washing dishes, vacuuming your rug taking your dog for a walk, I don't know, folding laundry, whatever the case may be, I want this to be something that you want in your ears. It's positive energy. It's good vibes. It's knowledgeable information. It's funny experiences. Like right now, currently in my life, right now, my dog is sitting on the center console of the car, shaking. 
He has a car seat and he has a fully empty back seat with a blanket and he's sitting on the center console shaking. So create that image in your head and know that this podcast is coming to you from love, from my car on the highway. I'm so happy that you decided to tune in to episode one. I'm so excited for you to hear what I have coming because the plans that I have coming are amazing. I know it in my soul. I know it in my heart that this podcast is going to be unstoppable. I'm going to have some amazing guests. I'm going to talk about everything you could possibly imagine from mental health like we did today to best practices, to wellness, to love, to marriage, to life, anything that you could think of. If you have topic ideas that you want me to talk about, Don't hesitate to reach out to me. I will gladly work it into the plans and I will gladly talk on any topic you want me to talk on. Shoot me a message on Instagram. It's at Paige McLaren, like the car. And I will 100% take your suggestions and take your topic ideas because I want this podcast to be something that you want to listen to and that serves you. I am here to serve you. I am here to teach, encourage, inspire, grow, learn. I'm here for you. And so I want you to know that I will do everything in my power to make this a more enjoyable experience for you and something that you are so eager to listen to and share about. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap up episode one. I'm so excited that you got to listen to this, and I cannot wait for you to hear the next few episodes we have lined up in store because you're gonna, you are not gonna want to miss those. All right, I'm gonna keep going on this road trip. You are gonna share this podcast, write a review, um, send it to your sister, whatever. Just. Let's push this out to as many amazing people as possible and build the Mind Over Matter community the biggest we possibly can. I appreciate you. I love you. You are amazing. You're killing your journey. I see you. And I cannot wait to be back here with you for episode two.